hello and welcome back to the Betches Up podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up podcast is your weekly rundown of everything that's happening in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, it is. Yeah, so today we're talking about Beto O'Rourke. Paul Manafort's new sentence. The college scandal, of course. And... The Boeing 737 story. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. You like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! All right. Still loving that intro more than ever. Mm-hmm. It's just really is. One day, I think we will have to switch it up Yo, with different clips. With new clips yeah. as the news changes. We have some good clips today that we're going to play for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get into it. Mm -hmm. Brian, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay, well, um, everyone's favorite Vanity Fair cover uh, star slash attractive man, Beto O'Rourke, has announced his presidential run. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, so he, yeah, not, you know what? I thought he could go either way. I think he genuinely is still deciding. I think that that whole dentist selfie thing uh-huh. gave him a bit of a reality check and he was like oh wait maybe i should like mm-hmm. consider my pr strategy like a little bit more carefully and yeah rather than just like throwing stuff up on the story yeah you know well like there was like he, he was saying i was listening to him on uh oprah he did some oprah super soul conversation and he was saying that he was still deciding and he would decide by the end of february and then he didn't and then I was like, oh, maybe he's not going to run. But there was also a huge news story happening around the same time. It was the Michael Cohen hearing mm-hmm. when he was supposed to, like, I think when he first was going to get ready to announce. And then I think he, like, wanted to wait till that news cycle died down. And now he officially is officially running. Um, Great. I think he has a chance, even though Donald Trump will just be like, he lost to Ted Cruz. Everyone hates Ted. Yeah. But, you know, that was super close. A Democrat hasn't won anything like a senate seat in texas for like decades yeah um, i would love to see a beto on the ticket in mm-hmm. some way way shape or form yeah um well so, so like yeah. he they cnn and uh did a poll out of iowa which people like to gauge iowa as like a consensus for the whole country because, which i mean i'm sure there's some statistical reason behind that uh and they did it in December, and he was polling at, like, 7%. And then they just did it, and now he's at 5%. But that's kind of because his star power has kind of dwindled a little bit. Because, like, there's, like, the news cycle and all the people announced. But maybe now that he's officially official, it'll pop back up. Right. I mean, I think we have to see. It's just, like, the two people who I really want the least, mm-hmm. which are uh, Biden and Bernie. Are the two. Are the two at the top. But then top. again, they have the most name recognition. Yeah. Most people don't follow the news as closely yes. as some of us do. Mm-hmm. And that uh, everyone knows Bernie Sanders. Like, yeah. And Joe Biden. And it's interesting because president. they are like two pretty different candidates. You know, it's like Biden is a more moderate, like, sh- like narrow, like, like centrist guy. And Bernie is Bernie on the left. Yeah. I mean, if I were picking, I'd pick Biden. <sighs> yeah. Well, I that's just why, like him more. Yeah. He's funny. That's why Barack, he has Barack's yeah, endorsement. Exactly. And that's why Beto is good because he isn't as left leaning as, you know, an Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders or Kamala Harris. Right. Like, while I don't personally have a problem with people being left leaning, obviously, no, yeah. I just I don't think that everyone thinks what I think. And yeah. the people who who actually sway elections are these middle people. Yeah. The reason we have the House is because they were these moderates were able to flip all these but, seats you know 
it's like, but you know, you look at Ilhan Omar, she's from the Midwest, and you know, Rashida Tlaib, and they are super progressive. Right, but they're, people. but they're, they're, I think the difference there is that they're like congressional, they're like a district. Mm-hmm. So you happen to get like a pocket yeah. of, of voters who will vote for them. Well, I also think it's like, you know, it's messaging because people really support like the Green New Deal when right. you poll it. And people really support like Medicare for all when you poll it. Right. But it's the way that it's presented as like socialism and shit. But you know what else is socialism? Public schools. Yeah. Public libraries. What about corporate tax cuts? Yes. Is that not socialism? I would, a little bit of socialism? A, yeah, exactly. What I, oh, sorry, it's I socialism just for rich people. Yeah. So what, it doesn't look like socialism, but it is. And what I don't get about people like being so like, like pissy about like the government helping you with your like Medicare and whatever, Medicaid. It's like, why do you think corporations are going to do it any better? Right. Well, I think most people are just very un educated on the intricacies of these of these topics yeah i mean even like i i would consider us to be pretty well informed but do we like fully understand all the all the details of all these plans and what like a single payer system means versus like Mm -hmm. all these other plans like there's there's so many different ways that that the government can go about subsidizing healthcare, but when it comes to messaging that no one's gonna like sit down and read your like paragraphs long explanation about about covering medicare yeah they're just gonna hear the democrats are socialists yeah from exactly Fox News well that's what and, like, and like that's why you know trump is attacking venezuela instead of like loving maduro because he tends to love dictators uh yeah but it's also it's like uh when we're looking at the 27 and 25 percent for biden and sanders respectively it, when the republicans were running for their nomination it was all about jeb bush and scott walker yeah, so, Scott Walker. who the F knows what's going to happen a year from now? Who knows? Um, uh, okay. Sammy, what's getting you through this week in Trump's America? Paul Manafort is going to more jail than otherwise Praise expected. B. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, Paul Manafort got the second part of his federal sentence. And Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who you may remember from the being the one who Roger Stone mm-hmm. put in crosshairs on mm-hmm. his Instagram like yeah. a genius. Um, Judge Amy Berman Jackson sentenced Paul Manafort to another 43 months in prison, some of which will be served concurrently with his other sentence. So he's going to a total of seven and a half years in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the, the interesting thing that happened after this was that Paul Manafort's lawyer came out and said that these two decisions vindicate him and show that there was no collusion. <laughs> okay. That wasn't what he was on trial for. Yeah. So... Amy Berman Jackson said literally the opposite in, mm-hmm. in her sentencing. She said, Paul Manafort is not public en- enemy number one, but he's not a victim either. There's no question this defendant knew better and knew exactly what he was doing. And when Donald Trump and Paul Manafort's lawyers say that this shows that there's no collusion, Amy Berman Jackson's response to that was that that is simply a non sequitur. Her point is that that is totally unrelated yeah. to his, his conviction in this case. Yeah. Just entirely. And then an hour Mm. later, just to keep things spicy, Mm -hmm. the Manhattan district attorney announced an additional 16 criminal counts in state court against Paul Manafort, ranging from mortgage fraud to criminal conspiracy to falsifying business records. Mm -hmm. Um, Manafort has not pleaded guilty yet, but he'll most likely argue double jeopardy because he's like already admitted to certain things and been charged for certain crimes. But like, 
like when you have a life of crimes such as Paul Manafort uh-huh. does, I'm sure others are just, you know, just yeah. one more flip of the page away. Yeah. Like flip the ledger, you got mm-hmm. another crime. Like it's fine. Um, so the reason this is important is because even though Trump has the power to, to pardon federal crimes, he does not have the right to pardon state crimes. Yeah. So this is totally out of his jurisdiction. Trump basically said he's not thinking about a pardon right now, but he's not taking it off the table. Why would I take it off the table? <laughs> Why would I take a pardon off the table? I'm the president. Uh, um, so we'll see mm-hmm. where that goes. He's going to end up in state court. I remember a while ago reading that, um, you know, like how like the conservatives have their whole like activist judge strategy. One of their strategies was that they're trying to get this case overturned where the, that the president that says that the president doesn't have the power to pardon state crimes Mm -hmm. so that he would have that power so you know that case could be working its way up behind our backs yeah coming to bite us in the ass later but we'll see well you know there's the idea that pardoning certain individuals for whatever crimes could be considered obstruction of justice yes so yesterday on msnbc they were having a serious conversation about pardon by tweet Mm -hmm. that like if he pardons him in just like a random tweet like that counts and there's no backseas (laughs) like (laughs) Is that true? That's what they said. Oh my god! That's, that's what they were saying, and like this was people who know. Well, he legislates and like fires and does shit via Twitter. You know, it's like he did like the trans military ban on Twitter, right? And then it became like a real fucking thing that like just got instituted. Yeah, and this is like, and this is the pardon power is probably they they were saying I, I i'm not the constitutional scholar here <laughs> but they were saying while they were talking about it that that presidential pardon is the most kind of like pure example of presidential authority Mm -hmm. so that it's kind of like the one thing that it's like he just gets to do it yeah like without any sort of check so we'll see look like i honestly don't care if any of these people Mm -hmm. what really happens to them all i care about is that we get a new president yeah (laughs) i I don't care like even like i guess it's really unfair we live in a very unjust world which we will see through our next story that we're going to talk about we live obviously in a very unjust world so my focus is really just on mitigating future damage caused by donald trump as president so just like Um, get him the fuck out and like everyone else can and it's, Continue you know, living it's, their it's just like a, lives. it's just like a cherry on top with Paul Manafort sitting in jail with gout. You know, yeah, like it's I love fine. It. Like I don't need it though. Like mm-hmm. as much as I need Donald Trump to not be the president. Yeah, I know. I was talking to my siblings before because we were all in like a, a group text about uh, the Beto announcement, and I I was like, I will vote for a sack of potatoes if it becomes the nominee. Like I really don't give an f. Same. Yeah. Same. I would vote for a another Republican. Yeah. Like I really would. Yeah. Anyone, anyone anyone literally anyone because it's not like about policy it's mm-hmm. about temperament it's about all the things i think that'll, that'll be something exciting too so, like is to actually hear people talk about policy again and what they want to do like like i love that you think that's gonna happen i think it's going to i think <laughs> because i think that people are hungry for it because i'm fucking tired of talking about this dumbass in the white house i think that'll happen during the democratic presidential debates and yeah. then he's gonna tweet something and it's just all gonna go out the window that's like something, yeah like, like in any conversation that democrats are having on their own that may happen but uh-huh. like outside of that yeah mm-hmm. that's something about beto that i'm curious to see how he handles that because he's like all about taking like the high road and shit and it's not very good easy to take the high road with trump especially during like a debate i see beto as a high road taker yeah but like if he starts attacking him on like things like i hope beto is like i think beto could yeah. i think beto could hold his own i hope so i happen to think that 
almost any of them could hold their own. Maybe not Biden and Sanders, though. Yeah. I think everyone else on this list. Biden's could vo- hold Biden's their voting own. record is going to F him in the long run. Okay. I love that he gets held to the standard of his voting record while the president gets held to no standard. I like, mean, that's what kills me. It's like, why are we even discussing actual things? Like, yeah. like no one on the other side's discussing actual things. Like, I'm not going to come after Biden for his voting record when mm-hmm. you have Trump. Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. A lifetime it, of crimes versus yeah. a mediocre voting record. I mean, like, Anita Hill bothers me. Yeah, but, like, again, we... It's 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 crazy that we hold ourselves to this kind of like perfectionist standard. Yes, but that's not pragmatic when we have this thing happening. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I know it would be nice to just like have things be a meritocracy and like they're fair. Yeah, and it matters what you say and do. But like it sadly just like weirdly doesn't anymore. I don't know. I'm so excited. Yeah, to, I mean it's to get into great, all that stuff. Yeah, follow us on Instagram for more updates. Yeah, please. Okay, let's get into the main news. Yes. This amazing college scandal. Oh, God. It is one of the most infuriating news stories of late. It is, but it's also entered. It's it's, it's infuriating in the way that I'm like enjoying mm-hmm. rather than infuriating in the way that I'm like hiding in my room and crying like kids, That's true. In, kids in camps. That's true. Like I kind of like having this like moral high ground of like, I got mm-hmm. into college on my own. Yeah, same. I feel that. <laughs> that's how I feel like it's like the different kind of infuriating, but like... It's still angry. But it's I, it doesn't infuriate me the same way that like people not getting health care. Yeah, it doesn't make me want to like sob in a corner like you said. Exactly. It just it actually But it makes me want to like get actually, on a pedestal and be like fuck you people. Right. It's it gives me sort of a self-righteousness, which yeah. is fun so, and infuriating yeah, at the same exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. So though for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, so which would be insane because I feel like everyone should. But no, everybody's you're, you're listening to our podcast and so now you know. So they know. Um federal prosecutors charged 50 people on Tuesday in a brazen scheme to buy spots in the freshman classes at Yale, Stanford, and other big name schools. Like, I mean, but some not Wake big name Forest, schools. Wake Forest, UT Austin, were People among like it. U- USC, Georgetown. UCLA. Yeah, I mean, any school with a name that someone wants to go to was like probably you probably tried to like yeah, work that school. So this scheme was perpetrated by this guy, William Rick Singer, who funded a he funded an organization that he called the Edge College and Career Network, otherwise known as The Key. So he used The Key and its nonprofit arm, Key Worldwide Foundation, to help students cheat on standardized tests, to pay bribes to athletic coaches, and basically just allowed parents to funnel money into his organization without paying taxes. He was paid about $25 million from 2011 through 2019. God. And... Honestly, like the the details of the scheme, I think, are the most exciting. Mm-hmm. So there were kind of like two ways that he went about things. First was with like standardized test taking. So he would basically arrange for students SAT and ACT results to be falsified by sending them to take to take their exams in places where he knew the proctors and he was paying the proctors to either let the students take the test themselves and then the proctor would change the answer. He was being paid off. Yeah. Or they would literally have adults taking the test for them and they said that he was, the, the like adults were so good at it, they were able to basically like get any score that made sense for the student. Like it wasn't just like 1600s across the board. Like he yeah. was just taking them. A lot of times the students said that they were that they they believed that they were taking these tests legitimately. They didn't know their answers were being changed. So like sometimes the parents were acting 
without informing their children. In many of the cases, yeah. the kids had no idea. Um, like so, the other the, another part of the scheme was that another way that they would get students into college would be <laughs> through the athletic teams. Yeah. So basically, the way in college admissions, the way it works is you could either get in based on just being a regular person or you yeah. can be an athlete and the coaches basically get on its own yeah separate problem separate, cover, separate problem <laughs> yeah totally separate problem so athletic coaches at colleges basically get to recruit their own team mm-hmm. and the admissions office will pretty much accept whoever because yeah, the, the those those are what like brings in money and sponsorships for the colleges right but none for the students yeah. separate problem <laughs> separate problem so in this in this situation they would like basically falsify that these students were on a team so mm-hmm. one so one there were celebrities and really high very powerful people involved in this scheme so Lori Lachlan, you may know her as aunt becky on full house <laughs> i just she, love that like a white woman taking advantage of the system is named becky literally like, is known as becky <laughs> it's so fucking funny and perfect i know so aunt becky's daughters olivia jade and her older sister will will play a clip from olivia dear later mm-hmm. um they basically said lied that they were on the crew team they would photoshop photos of these of the kids mm-hmm. onto uh, actual athletes pictures so it looked yeah. like they like played these sports yeah and yeah <laughs> there was another i saw another one where this like uh this like mother she's like i forget her name but she's like like the head of some media company in florida and she photoshopped her um son doing like a pole vault it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Right, like you like what if someone asks you to do it? Yeah. Well someone was like, So I hear you do track and he was yeah. like, What? Yeah, like a kid got to campus and like someone in the school said, like, Oh, I heard you're running track and he literally was like uh, no yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't realize that that was how he got into the school which is yeah. really really messed up so um there were there were athletic coaches implicated the schools um and w- william rick singer and his organization were implicated but no schools themselves were actually implicated and no which, kids yeah. themselves were actually implicated which they need to do an investigation to that maybe this like because there's no way these admissions people did not know another person who i wanted to highlight because you know like we live in the united states where we love celebrity culture obviously like look at our company um (laughs) felicity huffman and like Lori laughlin are like the fun people to talk about there's this guy uh bill mcglashan jr who is oh yeah he's a big deal he's like a big deal um he is like works in like in uh he's the founder and the managing partner of tpg growth which is like a private equity firm with a fuck ton of money they have like investments in airbnb and uber and i think they like helped bankroll like uh caa the talent agency and also they have like a found like a, a majority share in that and then they also like uh gave a lot of money to vice but he also is a founder and a CEO of the Rise Fund, which is a social impact fund. He co-founded with Bono, of all people. <laughs> and it's just really disgusting. Like, like on their page, like their first thing that it says is the Rise Fund is committed to achieving social and environmental impact alongside competitive financial returns. So basically, he's trying to like publicly he's saying how we need to have social justice and they're giving money to underprivileged people to try and make their lives better. Maybe even like go to school while on the other side, he's paying for his fucking, I mean, son to get into USC, which is like not even that great of a school. I mean, it's a great school, but like it's not Yale. Right. But I think like even with this, it's sort of like, okay, this guy is super well connected. Mm -hmm. He could give his son any, 
internship in any of these companies what, that yeah. he it's like, ostensibly it's, like owns and controls let him go to a, a school that he can get into and then he'll go get him a fucking dope internship at airbnb or uber well and he'll be fine well there here's the thing they're probably a embarrassed to have their kids go to like a, a low name school yeah their kids may just be underachievers to begin with so yeah giving them that opportunity of that fault. internship that's their fault right i mean here's the thing kids don't just get raised in a vacuum so if your mm-hmm. parents are willing to pay bribes to get you into school your own ambition may not be or or if you're willing to put on this front that you're this like super social justice oriented person but actually working against that like, yeah in your actual actions if that's like what you're like yeah. your kids see that and yeah they don't really know better than to do to be like that too so yeah maybe like I don't know. I and think these, money can you know, really ruin people. Yeah. And like, you know, these things have long term consequences that we don't even like really know about like fully because it's like hard to quantify it. But, you know, like these people grow up entitled and then they feel like they've earned something that they haven't actually earned. And then they get, and then, you know, these like, and then you get Republicans being like, the system isn't rigged against anyone. You, anyone can work affirmative hard. Affirmative action is the problem with our colleges. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. And then, but then it's like, you know, these people, like these people get jobs because, you know, certain banks or recruiting firms only take from certain colleges and then they get the best jobs and then they make the most money. But and the whole not, time they think that they did it themselves. And the whole time they think they did it th- themselves. And they're actually not good at those jobs. Right. Sometimes you're like, how did you get here when yeah. you're in certain situations? I like you went to Cornell. I'm sure. Yeah. I will say that there was a point in my life where I believed that I earned myself everything that yeah. I had. And like my parents didn't pay anyone to yeah. get me anywhere. But at the same time, like I went to one of the top public schools in the country mm-hmm. that fed kids into Ivy League schools. Yeah. So that you were just, able to get to be, like that public school was better because you were able your parents were able to afford to live in a certain district well really is my grandparents but like yeah whatever that's still my family that's still your family yeah, yeah and then it's like you know public schools are not the same everywhere right exactly like that that if i didn't go to my public school i don't know if i would have gotten been applying to the schools i went to yeah. i wouldn't have had as good of an education then i went to cornell and going to cornell i mean ultimately that ended up becoming what my job was but yeah. like but if i if that didn't happen to me i wouldn't have necessarily like been here like yeah. i have so many privileges just by mm-hmm. being like a white person from new like new york with yeah like some money like, like versus like someone who you know grows up like they grows up in a in, uh harlem or something and then like 30 blocks downtown that another kid growing up in harlem or the upper west side or whatever right goes to like a public school that is so much better than that ends up then getting them into a better college and that's just to speak of like the objective financial resources that doesn't talk about like the subjective culture that's built around those neighborhoods like mm-hmm. in roslyn where I'm, i grew up every single person or not every single person but everyone had sat tutors i actually didn't have one i only did a class <laughs> yeah. my parents didn't have that much money <laughs> um like so yeah like you had sat tutors you Mm -hmm. had regular tutors you had parents calling to get their kids into honors classes that they didn't belong in yeah it was like a very competitive culture that was very oriented towards achievement and if i if you don't live in a place like that 
you have to figure that out yourself yeah. and your chances are just not going to be like, it was cool to do well in school. Which if is, it's not yeah. cool to do well in school, your chances of, at life, like you don't even realize it, but you might be closing yourself off to yeah. things without just because of where you grew up and, without you know, meaning to. Yeah. And these parents are fucking lazy because they could have spent this money on those tutors, on those SAT prep students, like, like, like tutors and like, Paying yeah, there's for plenty of like there's plenty of ways that your money can advantage you without breaking the law. Yeah, like, it's, it's, you could just donate to the school, and that was sort of the mm-hmm. thing is that like I think a lot of the parents probably didn't realize because they're used to living in this culture where it's like, oh, I'll just donate a library. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, Jared Kushner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you donate a library, and that's ostensibly a legitimate way of getting into the school, mm-hmm. or at least not. It's like a, wink, wink, nod, nod. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I'll scratch my back, you your back, you scratch mine yeah. without being like you I'm giving you this money, yeah. quid pro quo, mm-hmm. to get the kid in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's plenty of ways they could have gone about this, but instead they decided to do it illegally, which is just so dumb because also if these kids are not like trying so hard to get into college anyway, and we'll play a clip of one of the children. Yeah. Like if they're not trying that hard to get into the school anyway, there is no need yeah. for them to go there. You have the money that you can obviously just fund the rest of their lives. Yeah. They don't want to be in the school to begin with. Like they don't mm-hmm. really care about school. They're going there for like a good time and the yeah. name and the bumper sticker on their and fucking car. Yeah. Like, and also it's like, like, like back to like people who are like, don't have this privilege that these kids have. They're taking a spot that that person could have gotten. And that, and I guarantee which is you even that more person fucking would, infuriating. And I guarantee you that person would have worked harder, yes. done something, done something more with their education. They probably would have been the ones working a second job, mm-hmm. which ultimately as much as like, I feel very, very lucky that I didn't have to like work my way through college or yeah. do anything like that. Like, I actually, looking back, I'm like, that would have built my character so much more mm-hmm. than all of these sitting around I did. But it's like, in like, it, like, it's just like, also, like, I wonder how it feels to, if you're one of, say, you're one of these kids and you don't know your tra- your parents are doing this and you think you worked hard for something and then you realize you never did. Right. It really fucks you up. And then I'd be like, fuck you, mom and dad. And I hope, I hope these celebrities, Go get some jail time. Like I, that would be nice. I really think that they should face the consequences of their actions because they they could have potentially fucked up children's lives. Yeah, for I mean the rest of their minority lives. Minority parents when they put like a falsified address so that their kid can go to a better public school, yeah. like two blocks from where they live, those people would probably get arrested. Yeah, there's and a case of someone jail. who went to jail for she was homeless put like her sister or someone's like like addresses their kids so they could go to a good school and she went to jail for 12 years okay well then these women deserve at least 12 years in jail hit the Lori Lachlan clip yeah so this is aunt becky um you guys want to hear some delusional shit yeah. here you go you know what i don't ever do i never push my kids to i always say do the best you can yeah never my, i was never that kid they're fought my husband too their dad never we were never like at school you got to get straight a's you got we, we were never those parents we were always like you know what Give it your all. Do the best you can. Because in life, if you give it your all and you do the best you can, there's, that's it. That, that's all you can do. Completely fucking negates everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like it's like oh, you you didn't push your kids because you were busy paying on the yeah. back end. Yeah. <laughs> to ensure their success. And it's like it like like you'll you'll get what you like you reap what you sow is what she's trying to say, but it's like yeah, but that's actually not, not true. True. That's only true for. Well, I guess you do reap what you sow if she ends up Well, in now, jail. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. It's just like, I just like wish I could like flip them off because I even think about like personally, like I'm personally 
feel attacked. Do because, you? Well, it's just like, you know, I feel like that year of high school to college or like of like junior year of high school is when you're trying to apply to colleges and get in is so fucking stressful. Yeah. Taking the SATs on that shit and thinking like this is going to affect the rest of my life. Yeah. And I like, you know, I fucking worked hard to, to get into the college I went to and then like do yeah. all that stuff. Let's just hear. So Lori Lachlan's daughter is this influencer. She's kind of like a student influencer. Her name's Olivia Jade. The youngins love her. Or if you are young and let us know what you think of her. Yeah. Do you love her? I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you love her? But I hear she's she's very popular. She has like a lot of followers. And her whole thing was about like showing the side of school while also like being a student. Yeah. And, an and she got paid Instagram ads for it. Yeah. Like her dorm room ad is like an Amazon. Yeah. Her dorm room picture is like an Amazon ad. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but I'm going to go in and talk to my deans and everyone and hope that I can try and balance it all. Um, but I do want the experience of like game days, partying. I don't really care about school, as you guys all know. Ugh. I don't really know how much of school I'm going to attend. Like, what? That is You don't know how much of school you're going to attend. Like, who says that? But it, the way that, like, if I were do, if I were mature enough to do school over now, like, I would take so much more advantage of Me it. Too. And appreciate, like, what I had. Mm-hmm. And Just it's learning just, is so fun. Yeah, I love school. <laughs> I love school, too. I love school. I love taking notes. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. But, yeah, it's it's just like, are you kidding me, Olivia Jade? I know. Oh, my God. That just, like makes it even worse she was one who faked being on the crew team yeah or her mom faked her being on the crew team why wouldn't you just like like why wouldn't you just like be a vlogger why would you go to college because you you wanted to do this drunk you can like still go to the usc football games you know those are public yeah (laughs) exactly you can go to frat parties it's not like they check your student id when you walk in yeah but it's sort of like she probably just wanted to like do what everyone else was doing yeah but now that everyone knows i'm it's fucking embarrassing for her i hope like you know what i mean like i would be fucking i don't really care about school as you guys (laughs) know like don't fucking say that you sound like a moron i know you sound really dumb like don't be public about that yeah okay so yeah we should move on he appeared in federal court in boston on tuesday and pleaded guilty to counts of racketeering conspiracy money laundering conspiracy conspiracy to fraud the united states and obstruction of justice so he sounds just like paul Manafort. yeah and the president you know, I just love when rich white people get in trouble. Honestly, over something so dumb that doesn't even matter because people can be successful without college. Like, I even think about now, I'm like, college is such a waste of money. Like, I hope that by the time, if I have kids, that they that they don't have to go. Like, yeah. that there's other ways to, like, like be educated without going to this, like, or like just go 250 to two years, grand school. You know? Like, yeah. Like, I just kind of wish the trend of college would settle a bit. Like, yeah. Like, like, like saying you have to go to be successful. Like you, you don't. don't, you really don't. Like, like in it, fact, it, it can help depending, like if you want to be a doctor, you should probably go to college. Right. It can help. But I'll be honest, what I've found like more and more in encountering like various people and in, in, at work is that people who are really good at school and I'm like one of those, I'm a school oriented person, mm-hmm. like people who are really good at school have actually, I think a harder time at doing things yeah. like in life. Because school gives you direction. It shows you just like, do this test, do this assignment. Yeah. Like, I wish life were like that still. Like, you don't get that kind of guidance in real life. So it's often the people who are who are forced to kind of just figure it out. Maybe school isn't really their thing. Those are the people who I think are most set up for success in the real world. So this is just a waste of money, time, embarrassment. 
exposes America for kind of the the American dream for the unmeritocratic fraud that it can sometimes also, be. Shows how fucking college is way too expensive. It should not, you know. Yeah. And we should not have trillions of dollars of student loan debt. Yes. Correct. Um, yes. One more thing. So we have one more thing today, not two, and it is about the Boeing 737 MAX 8 crashed. Uh, crash. Uh, yeah. It was the second plane to crash in. It was an Ethiopian air flight. It was the second one, second of that plane model mm-hmm. to crash in a few months. Yeah. Um, so now people were calling for the FAA to suspend these planes, but the airlines that fly them wouldn't suspend them. So instead, Trump said he's just suspending them, which yeah. is like kind of nice. But then he also gave. <laughs> An interesting perspective on planes. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Yeah. He said, airplanes are becoming far too complex to fly. Pilots are no longer needed, but rather computer scientists from MIT. I see it all the time in many products. Always seek to go one necessary step further when often old and simpler is far better. (laughs) That's why he's building the wall. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, split second decisions are needed and the complexity cr- creates danger of all of this for great costs yet very little gain. I don't know about you, but I don't want Albert Einstein to be my pilot. Well, he's dead, so he I don't either. <laughs> I want great flying professionals that are allowed to easily and quickly take control of a plane. This okay. is the dumbest thing ever, especially because as planes get more advanced, it requires less pilot action. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually the opposite of how it works. He wants to go back to the Wright brothers when they had to like run on a bicycle and like hope for flight that way. Like in good wind. Yeah. (laughs) Darling is the wind blowing today. It's just funny that he's so like, he's so basic, like in his thinking, like he really doesn't get it. It's also like, you don't need to go into this much detail. Just say you're, you're, you're suspending the flights. I also just want to say that Donald Trump, used to have an airline that went mm-hmm. bankrupt among mm-hmm. all of his all of his companies he also had an, an airline that went bankrupt yeah isn't he also tight with the boeing guy and so <laughs> i feel like because we were actually one of the last places to ground these flights like canada stopped flying them uh you're across europe and the rest of the world they all stopped it and we were still like waiting they said there was like no plan to do it and then it was like, you really probably should fucking do it. Yeah. Like why? Cause like if I was about to get on a plane, I was like, is this a 737 max eight? Right. Yeah. Like not I'd be like, cool. I'm not getting on this ship. Same, same airplanes are becoming far too complex to fly. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. Do you know in that movie, I think it's friends with benefits where Dustin Timberlake is like, Sully's not a hero because the plane lands itself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they basically do. Yeah. Right. And that's why this is like the opposite of, facts yes and i think here's the thing he believes this i don't even think he thinks he's lying here i know i think he genuinely thinks this well you know he bought his he bought his life too this is like oh yeah this whole college scandal is how we got donald trump i think they probably did it the old-fashioned way which yeah. is just making re- actually no donald trump didn't donate to schools that's actually like no a thing his he didn't his parents like for you pen for him his parents probably donated i'm not sure about yeah. the accuracy of how much or anything but th- it's actually the trumps or donald's is infamous for refusing to, d- to donate to schools like he d- like he claims that he like oh. owns you pen but he actually mm-hmm. donated like five thousand dollars total like it's actually it's a joke well like, it's the name like too. people know that the trumps won't donate even donald trump jr won't donate to his like kids school like yeah in the i mean city. i won't i won't donate to my fucking school either 
I know I still you s- won't. I won't. <laughs> but in in this circle, it's like yeah. culturally unacceptable uh, to not donate to yeah. the school. I'm like like otherwise, you, yeah. you're like the asshole parent and who's like so much frugal. fucking money. Like. Yeah. Like why do I? Why is it? Requ- why is like donation required? Like yeah. no. First of all, like maybe I don't think that like you you do anything worth donating to. <laughs> also, like you, you you charge people so much money in tuition. Just take that money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. School education. Yeah. Yet another industry in America that is unequal. Yeah. So that's our show that's that um we are doing a panel slash live show at rupaul's drag con in la memorial day weekend this may oh my god so excited go to rupaulsdragcon.com to buy tickets and if you use betches as a discount code you'll get 10 percent off we're still waiting to find out which day um exactly we're doing our live show but once we know you will know yes absolutely i think you can go to betches.co slash drag con as well or betches.com slash drag con just try them both you'll get you'll get there you'll get to where you you really want to go yeah um and we are also in we also have a a a live event in new york in the works so look out for that info dm us if you are interested or have any suggestions for what you would like to see in an event Mm -hmm. because it's still being planned Mm -hmm. so until the end of democracy I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Sup Podcast. Goodbye. Betches.